You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action talking all things Texas A&M. And today, let's continue down my list of players to watch for 21 Aggies for the 2021 season. We're going to be at an all-time high. Today, we go through 15, 14, and 13. And unfortunately, we got to talk about some breaking news that has come out of College Station that could affect the upcoming season, at least for week one. If you like this subject, you're probably going to like the NFL. And with the NFL season right around the corner, it's time to get prepared. So starting on August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's National Ultimate Season Preview, featured alongside with Odyssey, will be running as everyone breaks down every single team and every single division all the way up to their picks for Super Bowl 56, including having the help of Odyssey hosts Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems starting on August 30th. That is actually on Monday. As always, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. Name right down there below. I am your host extraordinaire, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12 minute related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, listen on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. Plus, you can listen live every single day. Locked on Podcast. So let's go ahead and talk about this. We already know who's, uh, the, the, the names I've already mentioned kind of before. These are my top candidates for the 2021 class. 21 Aggies I like. Number 20, Johnson. I, I think that even though he may not be a starter week one, I do think he is going to somewhere on the offensive line, whether that be at guard, whether that be at tackle, whether that be at the left guard. I don't know yet, but I do think having that SEC experience does make him a really interesting player this upcoming season. Uh, after that, I go Robinson out of uh, number 20, the offensive lineman. Good road blocker, good really road mall. Make a big impact every snap uh, when it comes to the run game, which is going to be the bread and butter of Texas A&M in 2021. Uh, number 19, I had Andre White Jr. I think he's going to be more the cover linebacker, the space linebacker, what you saw Aaron Hansford do last year. Hansford is going to take over that Buddy Johnson role. I think you're going to see White take over right now, at least to start the year off, as that now Hansford role. Probably do that interchanging thing. Uh, number 18, uh, I had in Moose Muhammad III over Demon Demas. I think a lot of people actually got a little shocked at that. I like Moose. I think Moose is a really good talent. I think when you look at what he brings, especially coming from an NFL background with his father, this is going to be a really big difference maker for the team. Uh, coming in at number 17, I believe I had mistaken. Um, who did I have at number 17? Um, wow, I'm blanking on it right now. Um, oh, wait, no, no, I'm not. Antonio Johnson, uh, the nickel defender. I think that he's going to be a really talented player, somebody who you can move around and kind of maneuver, be that third safety if you really wanted to, be that box kind of guy that goes along with Damani Richardson, really good against the run, uh, can play in coverage actually pretty decently as well. And number I had Caleb Chapman. I think Chapman would have been the number one last year for Texas A&M if he did not get hurt. Now he comes in, and now he can be a really maker for this team as the vertical option. So I like this fit. So coming in at number 15, this is one where I want to put him higher. 
I did. I actually had him higher. I actually had him inside my top 10. I had him inside my top 10 before this entire thing happened, but unfortunately I had to switch things up today. And that's what we're going to talk about in this segment. Number 15 is Michael Clemens. Clemens, I believe, is actually a renowned talent. I think that going into your sixth year of the SEC, play some, learn the ins and outs, having that extra year of eligibility makes you a really talented name and a guy to watch for on the rise. But unfortunately, now there's some questions around him because if he is a graduate student and they don't need to keep him around if they don't want to. And unfortunately, he has been suspended indefinitely after being arrested on Thursday afternoon or Thursday early Thursday evening on four different charges marijuana possession was one he was released on a friday morning on an eleven thousand dollar bond uh, the team has suspended him they are following uh, team protocol with this university the university is doing a further investigation and if the university wants to they can dismiss him and that's something that i think is a big deal so it's really hard for me to put him any higher when i don't know if he's going to play that said if he does play there is a lot to like about him this is a guy who has been one of the more consistent defensive ends and one of the more interchangeable players. You can play him in the dirt. You can play him as a nine technique. You can play him, uh, you know, as a standing Leo, kind of what you see with Carlos Dunlap and what he does and what Jadavian Clowney was doing for the Houston Texans, not really playing that defensive end hybrid role. He was more so being a standing linebacker who could make an impact that way. Clemens is that guy. Like, that's the way you can play him. And he's really hard to bring down. This is a guy who I've seen in camp. I've watched him practice. I've watched him make an impact during the last few weeks. And he's gotten bigger. He looks stronger. He looks to be, I hate to put it in this category because if it's so wrong, but remember the Sean Oakman meme where we go, yeah, um, we want the ball at halftime. Yeah, it's your ball. Yeah, we don't really care. It's that level. Like that's how talented and how big and jacked he looks going into his sixth year in the SEC. And last season, he actually was going to be probably the leader in sacks. He had 4.5 going into the Arkansas game, gets hurt, out for the rest of the year, never was really able to come back back to that same level um, You know when he finally did return from injury. Uh, so I want to see what he looks like this year, and that could be a really big difference maker. Uh, him and Tyree Johnson are probably going to be your two edge rushers. DeMarvin Leal is going to be in there, but Leal would probably – I can't know – anymore but Leal probably if they were going to move him out they were probably going to bring Isaiah Rakes in Tyree Johnson was going to be taken out of the play and Clemens was going to stay on the field Clemens just felt like the guy who was going to be straight up edge defender how you can move him around he can play both the edge he can play both the middle he can play the um he can play a three tech three tech if you want to he can play a um a three eye tech you can play a four tech you can play him as a five tech he's interchangeable Clemens is not. Clemens is going to be your line, like your linebacker style player, your Leo type defensive lineman. Play standing nine, play with his hand in the dirt. That's going to be his best strength. And you don't want to take him off the field because of that. That's where he shines. That's where he rocks. That's where he's at his best. But AM now has to make a tough, difficult decision. There's a very good shot. He probably does not play week one against Kent State. There's very much a good shot. He doesn't play week two against Colorado. It's going to be interesting to see how many games he has suspended because of I actually thought he could be a double-digit sack guy this year. I really did. I thought that when you look at his measurables, you look at his tape, you look at what he did in limited reps when he returned, he still was that celebrate player. He still was that talented of a guy. But unfortunately, your best ability, your best ability is your availability. And when he's going to be available, if at all this season. And because of that six year of eligibility, Jimbo Fisher may say, listen. I got Fidel Diggs, I got Danelle Harris, I got Tyree, I got a lot of different talented players, including Shamar Turner, who just came up. 
I have to get these guys reps. And the fact that you decided to walk away and make a mistake, whether or not, you know, it, it's one that people are going to argue with all the time. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, you know, you can read the, the, the report. It's actually out right now. You can read it on all Aggies.com where I write, uh, we mentioned everything that he was charged with. You can read all that. I'm not going to go with that much into detail, but Jimbo Fisher now can say, Hey, I don't want to be around this. I don't want to deal with this. You're done. And that could be the He's not going to get an extra year of eligibility. This was the year. So he would have to transfer to another school immediately. And I don't see that happening. So again, I don't want to go too much into the detail because I don't think he's going to be dismissed from the program. I do think he will be around. If you only play eight games, that hurts your stock. And again, this was a guy who I'll tell you right now, he was number nine on my list. He was actually number nine going into the season. I had to move him down. This is about where I feel comfortable putting him, number 15. I think I can go maybe a little higher to 14 or 13. That'd be it. That's about as comfortable as I feel going with the guy who I don't know how many reps he's going to see this year. And more importantly, I don't know if he's even going to play to start off the season. And these first games, games against Kent State, games against New Mexico, games against Prairie View A&M, Colorado, those games, that's where you can get probably four or five sacks to start the year off to when you start games against Arkansas and Mississippi and Ole, I mean, and Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Alabama. You can have already a basis of how many sacks you're looking to get and how many you're looking to build off of going against SEC defensive lines. And last season, again, remember, he was killing it before his injury. He could have been that difference. I don't know if – and I didn't want to put Tyree Johnson on because if I do feel like a two – Johnson's going to be the one that's interchanged out a lot when Liao kicks out. So I felt like being comfortable with what I'm looking at, I would say Clemens is the one that stays on the field. However, if I pair these two, I put Tyree Johnson at number 15. That would have probably, I maybe would have even gone a little bit lower. I would actually put him at 18 or maybe even 19. I was doing this, you know, redraft, not where Clemens was going to be. This episode of Lockdown Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many unique So whether you're a coconut gal, a cherry barcia guy, a raspberry kid, or even a double chocolate aficionado, you can go ahead and get your favorite flavor. And if you don't know what flavor you really like, that's okay because you can get the variety pack where you get two flavors, of, I mean two bars of every single flavor to try them out. But it doesn't really matter because they're delicious. More importantly, they're covered in a hot chocolate and easy to chew. Built Bar has great calories, and they're great for anybody on the keto diet. More importantly, they help you lose or maintain weight. When you look at them, they have 17 to 18 grams of protein, almost 130 to 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. You're not going to find a product like this out on the shelves, and we have a deal for you. Go visit BuiltBar.com and type in LOCK15 to receive a 15% bonus uh, or 15% discount off your very first purchase. That's LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Let's continue down the list. Who comes in at number 14? I prefaced this. I told you guys this a couple days ago. When the Haynes King news broke, there was a quarterback mentioned here. I already knew that was going to be the case, whether it was Haynes King or Zach Calzada. He comes in at number 14. It is Haynes King. King, to me, was the safer pick. Zach Calzada. I like Zach Calzada a lot. He has done a fabulous job doing training camp. I think he has done a great job building wide receivers, and he's done a really good job battling it out with Haynes King, the starting quarterback. He won everything Jimbo Fisher has asked for. And if this was the offensive line from last year, if Kellen Mond went to the NFL a year early, if Kellen Mond left in 2019, I would have felt comfortable going with Zach Calzada for two years. 
I think Calzada would have been the starter because Calzada behind that offensive line would have made a lot of sense. The one thing you have to Fisher is even though he hasn't been working for him for over a decade and Nick Saban have something in common. They like playing the safer option. They like playing the option that gives them the best benefit to win based off the situation at hand. And the best situation at hand last season was having a pocket awareness quarterback, a guy who would stand in the pocket behind a really stout offensive line and make a ton of key plays, connecting with the receivers, downfield, in stride, high ratio of completion rating, controlling the clock, owning time of possession. It's an area where Jimbo Fisher, where this Texas A&M team did great last year, especially on third down. They were one of the most efficient teams on third down offense. And I think Calzada actually fits that bill. The problem is, is that they're replacing four offensive linemen. They're not built in the same capacity. They're trying to get up to that same speed. It's not at that same level. And unfortunately, with that in mind, you have to go with the guy that gives you the best chance to win with the offensive line that you're dealt with. And that feels like, more importantly, Haynes King. A guy who can extend plays deep downfield, but a guy who's a little bit more mobile. A guy who can literally move his legs. Was one of the fastest guys coming out of Longview High School. One of the fastest players when it came to the actual uh, when it came to the recruiting cycle. And Devon A. Chain, the superstar, the guy who is running Olympic trials. That guy came out and said, "By the way, um, this guy Haynes King, probably the second fastest player on the rock, if not the fastest, definitely the second fastest. I'm the fastest." But that guy's right behind me. Every single play, every single day, I'm looking in practice. That guy is somehow always behind me in a green jersey. And that's the thing. You watch him in practice. You have to have that mobility. With the offensive line, not knowing where they're going, are they playing Jameer Johnson at right tackle? Playing Ruben Fathery at right tackle? Center, who are they playing at guard? That's exactly what you look like. That's exactly what you have to think is that who's playing in that situation and how does the offensive line look in practice? This is arguably the best defensive line in the state is number one, but also in the country. This is arguably the best defensive line in the country going into 2021. And this is who Haynes King and Zach Calzada are going up against every single day in practice. When you look, King has that mobility. King has that ability to extend plays outside the pocket, make good platform throws deep downfield, and he's got just as talented as, as an arm as Alexa Calzada. When you tie all those things in together, that's you have to go with as your starting quarterback. And that's not to say that Calzada could not actually start. I think Calzada would start and do fine in the system. But you got to make sure that the offensive line is stable. And I don't know if the offensive line is stable. And maybe down the line, if King's throwing 30 interceptions in two weeks, that's a conversation you can have. Calzada's got to be out there. Calzada's got to be the guy. But I don't know if he's going to do that. I don't. And that feels really crappy to say because if I like I like Zach Calzada a lot. But when you have that extra ability, that ability to extend plays with your legs, to fit more of what the NFL is looking for, to what college football is slowly transforming to, less from the pocket passing quarterbacks, more to the dual threat or mobile quarterbacks, you got to go with that guy. That guy gives you the best chance to win. He's the best chance to be really talented. And keep in mind, this was a top 10 quarterback coming out of the state of Texas. And I believe he was a top five quarterback as a dual threat option. You got to remember that. Those are things that are going to keep you in the rankings a little bit higher. And the best way I can do this, who gives you the best chance to play up against the Clemsons, the Alabamas, the Oklahomas, the, um, the Ohio States of the world? 
who gives you the best chance to be that team? If it's Zach Calzada, you start Zach Calzada. If it's Haynes King, you start Haynes King. Haynes King is the guy. Haynes King gives you absolutely the best chance to be successful with the competition that you have, beating the likes of Alabama, beating the likes of Georgia, Florida. He gives you the best chance. He comes in as your QB1. He comes in our all Aggies list or my locked on Aggies list as player number 14. College football is right around the corner. So is the NFL. And that means that betting is going to be at an all-time high. So make sure you go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.he. That gives you the number one source for all things pro and college football action. Get updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar deal, then the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at betonline.eg. Be sure to take advantage of opening day super promo by making a bet on Thursday, September 9th, as the Dallas Cowboys take on the Super Bowl defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you lose that bet, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers when you sign up using the promo code NFL100. From football to basketball to boxing to UFC, everything much, much more you can bet on at betonline.ag and go visit them at betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on to receive a 100% welcome bonus. 100% first bet on us with your very first deposit. AG, your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Putting on college football does not be hard. It actually is very easy if you break it down. And the best way to do so is by listening to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by UOQ, handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favors, and of course, Lee Sterling's locks of the day when you follow the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. So, number 13, who's the guy? I went back and forth with this one. I really thought that maybe I could put him a little bit higher, maybe a little bit on this list whatsoever. But at the end of the day, experience matters. Experience SEC definitely matters. And he was a guy that absolutely shined last year, came out, made an immediate impact in so many different ways when nobody thought he was going to be somebody. I got to put him on this list. Number 13, Aaron Hansford. Hansford started off his career at A&M as a tight end. He was an offensive player. But the team realized that he was a guy who probably would be better being that cover linebacker, that guy who can play in space defensively. Maybe you play him at safety, even though he'd be a pretty big safety at six foot three, 240. But again, you get this guy, you play him in space, you turn him around. One of his best traits is his hands. What happens when he gets his hands on the ball? Absolute magic. This was a guy who was rated higher than Chase Claypool coming out of high school in Washington, D.C., and he arguably, arguably was the biggest surprise defensive player, offensive player, just Texas A&M in general for last season. Those guys who, even though he was projected to be going up against lower competition throughout the year, lived up to expectations. It wasn't always a game where he finished with 10, 12, 14 tackles, but in 12 games, he would have consistent reps along with Buddy Johnson. He was a great player that played really well in space, did a good job being an effective delayed blitzer, finished with three sacks on the year, and did a really nice job filling in for Anthony Hines, who opted out right before the start of the season as that starting Will Backer. This is a guy now who is going to have to probably that thumper role. He is going to have to play the guy who plays the run. That is something that I think you got to like. 
But here's the difference between him and Buddy Johnson. Buddy was a great open field tackler. Buddy was great line of scrimmage. He was a little wanted. Wasn't a guy who was going to make an immediate impact due to size. Hanser's going to make it because of size, but what he's really going to work is his speed. That speed is deadly. Sideline to sideline, making plays in the open field, making plays across the middle. That's where you find him. He is athletic. He can blitz. He can play the run extremely well. And when you go and have a good nickel defender like Antonio Johnson, who's going to force running backs back, Hansford's right there making that stop. That's exactly what you want from him. And more than that, he does a really good job of securing the tackle. That was one thing I noticed about him. Not a lot of arm tackles, a lot of forefront, head on, straight up, lifting and throwing down type of player. He is wearing number one this year in honor of Buddy Johnson. He is arguably going to be one of the more detrimental, important players to this defense in 2021. There is a lot to like about Aaron Hansford. The biggest question is, how much more can he grow? How much more can he develop? Where are his biggest strengths? Where are some areas he needs to improve? If he can play like he did last season, how he played last season in space, making a lot of tackles, seven, eight, nine, consistently, you have a one-two combination in Andre White slash Edger and Cooper. I'll throw Edger and Cooper in there and Aaron Hansford, who at that second level of defense are not going to let many people get to that secondary. They're not going to make a lot of plays. If you want to get to that secondary, you're going to have to pass, and I promise you. There are two guys that I'm going to mention probably in the next episode. Maybe it's the next episode. Maybe it's two episodes. Doesn't know, Don't know yet, but the next two episodes, two cornerbacks are going to be mentioned, and there's going to be a safety mentioned on that list as well, potentially two safeties. That's how deadly the secondary is, but it starts with that front seven or really front six with the 4-2-5 system. Aaron Hansford is the captain. Aaron Hansford is the leader. That's exactly what you want for a 12-man defense. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson, at Locked on Aggies. Read all of my great work at allaggies.com. Make sure you're listening to the show on iTunes, Spotify, of course, LockedOnPodcast.com, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. I'll be back on Monday to talk about my next crop of players. 11, 10, 9. Who comes at my bet? 12, 11, 10. Who comes in to start off my top 10? We're going to go through the list. We'll get done by Thursday. And I give you my predictions for Kent State. We'll start previewing that as well. I'll see you on Monday. And remember, y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.